All right, welcome to the Off Topic Podcast. I'm your host, Randy Zellia. Thank you for taking a few minutes of your time to download me, talk about sports, entertainment, and the world with you. Uh, this is a weekly podcast, or it's going to be a weekly podcast, where I discuss the things that are on my mind, talk about sports, talk about entertainment. Uh, first guest is actually a young actor uh, from L.A. who's involved with a bunch of different products, uh, pro- not projects, uh, products, projects, sorry about that. Uh, his name is Reed Miller. Uh, young young childhood actor, I think you guys are going to like this. He basically is a 17-year-old type of uh, young child actor who's, I guess, into horror. You know, with, with the way we were talking about it, you can listen to it and let me know what you think. But the point of these podcasts is to sort of take you into these industries that you've never really been involved with so you can really get a good handle on what it's like uh, behind the scenes. I love the behind the scenes aspect of the entertainment business, the sports and entertainment business. I promise that you'll like it. It'll be cool. Without further ado, really quick, uh, this portion of this podcast is brought to you by Level 1 Games in Pompton Plains, New Jersey on Route 23 South. Go to level1games.com now to relive your past and take your game to the next level. Okay, so here's the interview that I did with Reed Miller. Take a listen, and then we'll be back to react to it. Okay, so here it is, and enjoy. Oh, so I, I guess we'll, you know, I'll start. I'll make these questions as painless as possible. Um, <laughs> so tell me about before we jump into anything with the sports and your current project. Talk to me because you're 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 so I don't want to say you're fresh in the business. I don't want to say a baby in the business, but you're fresh in this business. So you know, talk about some of the challenges you've had. Uh, gr- you know, g- growing up in this business. And sort of not being able to have that normal life that uh, I guess a normal, yeah. a normal child your age has. What, what are some of the difficulties and what are some of the perks? I think um, so I'll start with some of the difficulties, I guess. I think some of the difficulties um, going down this sort of path is, um, I mean, you said it yourself, you know, a normal teenage life is pretty much thrown out the window. Um because you you're choosing to to basically allow yourself to get uh, scrutinized and told no and 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 all of this and all of these other things and to to put yourself out there to to get told no pretty pretty much like ninety eight percent of the time it's it's a no you know and it's hard to get told no especially as a kid. And, you know, this industry is incredibly rough. It's, you know, it's not something for the faint-hearted, you know, and it's something that you really have to, you know, stick with and really want because if you don't want it hard enough and you don't work hard enough for it, it's not going to happen. And, yeah, I think some of the challenges are, you know, it's not like I can just go to school and hang out with friends and that kind of thing. You know, I I don't go to school. Like, I was homeschooled most of my life uh, as it is. And, you know, with that being said, it's hard to meet people, you know. So, you know, it, it's hard to, to meet people that are, I guess, real as well because you face a lot of fake people in this industry and you have to be able to pick and choose who you to let in. Um, but I think besides that, it's really been all positives, I think. Um, 
besides the, you know, just the natural, you know, kind of tough industry it is, it's been really great to me. And it's, it's something that I've loved doing ever since I started, you know, it's, I was born to do this, you know, and it, I think some of the great things are, you know, one of the, the main reasons I love acting is, is that I get to, to play these other people and go to other worlds and, and do things that I would probably never, ever get to do in real life, you know? Like, I don't think I would ever be like a, like a real football player, you know? Because like, I was, I was never super into that until I started doing my show, you know? Um, and, yeah. Have you found it hard, um, be, you know, getting, I guess, maybe your first one or two gigs getting those first opportunities and now it seems like I don't want to say the floodgates are opening but you're getting more opportunities um, yes you know what I mean it's like it's not like they're sitting there saying they're giving you the world and they're saying you know you're the next big the big next big teenage actor but they're sitting there throwing part you know giving you the opportunities where you can say I think I want to risk trying that I don't want to risk trying that you know you, you, now you're, you have a little bit more options because you've been doing this for a little while now Mm-hmm. So, absolutely. Yeah. Has, has there has there been any um, any been has there been any situations with some of the decision making you've made as far as what roles to take that you're just like, all right, I'm putting myself on a limb here, type of mentality. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think so. I think there has been. Um, there are certain roles that you know I think I've definitely looked at and have had to take a second to kind of really, really think it through and, like, talk to my parents about and, you know, how do you feel if I do this? You know, are you going to be uncomfortable if I do this? You know, how will this affect my image? Like, how am I going to come off? Like, what are people going to think of me after doing this kind of role? Um, you know, and so, yeah, no, there's definitely been some decisions that I've had to make based on that mentality, but... I, I think, based on the kind of projects that I want to do, you kind of do have to put yourself out on a limb sometimes, especially if, you know, you have that confidence that it's, it's a great project and it's great people and that it has the, uh, it has the potential to be something amazing. So, and if I feel that that's the case, then I'll, I'll go in wholehearted. Now, growing up, were you a sports fan? Uh, well... I'm a martial artist, so I okay. I'd say that I was more into MMA, um, martial arts. Like, uh, but yes, no, I was definitely more into that side of sports. Yes. Okay, well, that's funny you say that. My brother is a black belt, black belt in jiu-jitsu, and I do kickboxing. So. Uh, oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So this this conversation is now taking a whole different turn. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> So, <laughs> talk about obviously talk about your new show, you know. Um, and I also again I was, got some of the information that you're very, you're starting to get involved with some sports projects. Talk to me about them. Um, how did how did you decide you wanted to get involved? And to also talk about the creative uh, input that you have in it. Yeah. Um, so, you know, play by play initially, um, 
you know, I, I was never super into football, first off. You know, I was never... Like, Which is a shame, by the way, because it's... Yeah, well, now I do like it. Like, now I've, I've definitely gotten more into it, especially after to play it and to, to um, play a character who wants to be a football player. That's definitely affected, you know, how I... Uh, like my outlook on it and so I've definitely watched it more like I've definitely been more into it um I actually start taking uh kicking lessons tomorrow for seasons two and three of my show so I can start doing those kind of stunts and the kicking on my own without needing like a stunt double for that <laughs> you never think yeah. you never hear the words stunt double for football <laughs> exactly it's like I as a martial artist, you know, I also do, I, I, I try to do my own stunts most of the time. So I did all of my stunts in play-by-play, but some of the kicks. And it was like, I just finally kind of decided, I was like, well, I need to learn how to how to do this so that, you know, we don't, I don't need a stunt double, you know. What was the best advice you've been giving so far during your young career? That's a tough one. Um, keep things in the past that are negative and always move forward. That's definitely been probably my biggest, like, like the best advice I've ever been given is that because, you know, I, I've had stuff that I have to put behind me and if I never did, I, I wouldn't be moving forward by even an inch, you know? So that's definitely the best um, if I can ever be given it. So talk to me about another part of the, uh, you know, because I always like I always like this part of uh, the business is informing people about the work that goes into it. They see the final yeah. product, but they don't understand the scheduling. So if you're doing, like, so if, when you guys are filming, explain mm-hmm. per episode. How much time goes into one episode? Is it shooting for one week per episode? Is it how long does it take to, to put an episode in the can? In that sense. Wow. Yeah. It's it is a lot. Um, I'm trying to think how long it would take to shoot an episode. A couple a couple of weeks, I think. Um, maybe three weeks to shoot just one episode, or maybe maybe a little less, but still. About half that. Are you ever amazed on the amount of stuff that you shoot that doesn't make the show? Yeah, actually. There there were um, many scenes that we had shot for the show that didn't end up making the final cut. Um, that I was pretty surprised by. Like, there were some scenes that were, you know, that were really funny or they had this and that that just didn't make the cut for whatever reason. And um, it's definitely surprising because people don't realize like like when they watch the final product of the film like you said that there are like tons of other like things and scenes and deleted stuff that were there before that were just completely removed for whatever reason whether it was runtime or the uh, they didn't feel it was appropriate or you know that kind of thing so yeah I know it's definitely surprising to, to see that happen um, from from your uh, little amount of time in the business that you've been in it um, who have you looked up to, and um, have you ever had that moment where you were a little starstruck when you got to meet somebody that you've always wanted to meet? 
yeah, that part's really dumb, you know, or wow, that part's really good. Like, it's really hit or miss, I think, but there's definitely a lot of that. Yeah, it's it's funny too. I'm a very creative guy as far as audio and podcasts, and I I sit with my staff and I'll and we'll come up with 95 ideas, and the ideas that sound great in my head when I say them out loud, I'm like, it, that played out a lot better in my head than it did when it when it came out of my mouth. That's just definitely true. Yeah. Um, do you have any fear because you have a your you know I saw the pictures of you and I, like I said while I was doing the research and I, I see like you you have a very young look for you. Do you ever mm-hmm. have the fear about being typecasted as just constantly playing a younger, younger person, and like a younger? Teacher? Yes, yes, definitely. Um, I think as I get older, uh, you know, I'm 17, but you said it uh, yourself. I do play younger. I think, I think it's good that. I'm I'm at the age I am yet I can still play younger because that I feel that that gives me longevity in the future. Uh, but no, there there's always been that definite fear of being typecasted as the young, small, kind of weaker character when I you know I want to do the the strong, headstrong characters. Um, yeah, no, there's definitely been that fear in my mind before, but I definitely think that the roles that I've been uh, working on and doing, thankfully, haven't been typecasting me like that. Well, that's a good thing. That's a good thing. Yeah. Okay, so you're 17 in this sense, um, and I'm, I'm sure you've watched a lot of movies and a lot of TV in the past. If I had to ask you to pick two movies and two TV shows as your favorite two, which one would they be? Oh, jeez. Uh, no, no pressure. <laughs> uh, um, so I think right out of the gate, Mad Max Fury Road. Wow, that that's that's crazy. Changed me. <laughs> I saw that and I was like, "This is amazing." Um, and um, this one like just came out, but Baby Driver would have to be my second choice. Okay. Um, it was a car movie, but uh, Baby Driver was just. Have you seen Baby Driver yet? I have not seen Baby Driver yet, but I. I heard that if you have a squeamish uh, stomach, it's not the best thing to do after you eat. <laughs> yeah, there's some pretty violent, uh, <laughs> some pretty violent scenes. But that would have to be my second movie. But I, I think shows a little tougher. I'd have to say Daredevil. Okay. Um, I love Daredevil. Um, and I'd have to say. See what makes it tough with television now is just that there's so many. Dis- it does. It's just so many. Television is so much tougher because it's like there's so much out there. Um, all right, I'm just gonna have to go with The Walking Dead. Okay. Wow, yeah, you're like the, you're a real big horror fan. Yeah, you're a big horror fan. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Um, do you think now with the amount of distribution that there is to getting products out there between television, movies, and uh, you know podcasts? Uh, online video, like they're now streaming live shows on Facebook of all things. Do you think that hurts the industry for someone who's uh, someone who's younger in the business? Uh, because you're growing up with social media and this all being around you, do you think having this many levels of distribution can hurt a product or help a product? I personally think both. I think it can hurt or help a product if done correctly. Um, I have my own views on certain 
uh, digital platforms. Like I, um, I wholeheartedly see Netflix as where the industry is heading. Um, I, I still believe in the theater experience. Like there's nothing better than going into a movie theater and watching a film and experiencing it on a massive screen and really feeling it. But I also feel that there is definitely a new, you know, a new generation of filmmaking happening at Netflix, at Hulu, at Amazon, and Go90, for example, as well, you know, because they're really, they're kicking into gear, and they're, they're, the, the amount of scripted uh, series that they've been producing just this year is huge, you know. Um, I wouldn't say it's hurting the industry. Uh, I think it's definitely pushing it forward, and if anything, it's expanding it. Um, but I... I do think, I think it's great that major directors and writers are also using that to help get their own content out there. But I also think that that might open it up to people who maybe don't care as much and just want money as well. You know, so I think it could be a double-edged sword, but I hope that that's not the case. I hope it keeps going in a good direction that allows genuine filmmakers to make their films, to get them out there, to to allow people to experience their creations and not the other way around. My last question for you is, three years from now, where do you see yourself? Oh, man. Three years from now, I see myself headlining a, a trilogy of films, an action franchise, and writing and directing my own films or television series. Hey, not for nothing, uh, Robert Downey's stepping down as Iron Man. There you go. Ah, uh, that makes me so sad. That makes <laughs> me so sad. I was about to say, you can step right in there, you can knock yourself into 10 to 12 Iron Man movies. Yeah, I can be the next Iron Man, dude. I'm, I'm, that's my, one more thing, that is like my biggest goal as an actor and as just like in general is to play a superhero. Yeah, it's, it's, and the funny thing is now there a lot of these studios are now taking more chances with uh, superheroes. That's true. You know, so like now you can possibly get away with, you know, like we haven't seen Aquaman yet, even though Entourage I think might be uh, Entourage sort of let the let the fuse for uh, Aquaman, but you know they haven't done they haven't done Aquaman yet. There's still a whole bunch of different superheroes out there they haven't touched yet, so. That's true. Yeah. I'm, I'm just buying my time waiting for them to be like, they're looking for this new guy for this hero, and I'm like, I'm here. Yeah, yeah. you call your agent, you say, uh, so what are my chances? What are my chances? Yeah, so what do we got what, what to do, do to make this happen? You know, like... <laughs> You're just like, you know, you give, give, make my base pay on the back end, but just get me in there, because we know what... Just get me in there. <laughs> yeah, just get me in there. Well, you know, not for nothing, you exactly. said... Exactly. I understand that there was rumors that they were going to reboot the Daredevil movie franchise. So. Yeah, I've, I've been hearing stuff like that, too, and I think, uh, like, one character that I'm kind of been, I guess, uh, shopping myself around as is uh, Shazam. Because he's like, he's like a teen and he says Shazam and then he's this massive hero and they're making that movie in like a year and I'm like, I'm your guy. <laughs> <laughs> and, and your agent's in there saying, I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm trying. Yeah, yeah. my manager's like, we're doing our best here. <laughs> yeah. Well, 
Reed, I really appreciate the time today. I hope my questions weren't too difficult or too soft. Um, no, they were they were awesome. Thank you so much. No, I appreciate it. And what, I, what I'm going to do is I'm going to let Kayla know when I when we air this, and I'm going to send it. Make sure you get a get a, a copy of it. Okay. Thank you so much, man. I really really appreciate it. No, I appreciate the time. Thank you. Yeah, man. Thank you. You have a great day. You too. All right, Reed Miller here on the Off Topic Podcast. Randy Zelli here. Don't forget, listen to Off Topic with Steve Spanner, myself, and our, our great producer, Anthony Bizzarita, every Thursday night from 6 to 8 p.m. on WRPR Rampo College Radio, as well as BackSportsPage.com. So good interview. I love the behind-the-scenes aspect of Hollywood, the behind-the-scenes of the show, how it's put together, how it works. He's a good young actor. Check him out on Twitter. He's awesome and check him out on tv that's it for that for this next time uh, we'll have another special guest I promise we'll make this as fun and entertaining and interesting as we possibly can my name is randy zell you can follow me on twitter and instagram at randy bsp we'll see you next time thanks very much